0: From what the world wants you to see Do you wanna be you, not who the world wants you to be Deep inside it's in You, search through your mind There is a key to unlock every door I've been knocking for years, my inner peace Released right on the beat I've been fighting this beast, we call reality My mother can't afford the meds, another technicality Hope the cancer doesn't spread, causing a fatality on life I hold that gallery tight, those pictures stuck in my head Yeah, we used to be close, I was young My parents separated, Meditation time, delegated shelters, I would sleep, all these dreams I would keep close, watch the rose grow from the concrete, call it hope, when that dark and that light finally meet, I was broken, yes I still am, wishing I can help, but I can't, I hope you win, and that you live again. Uh, Open the window, see the world through my eyes, where dreams are signs of hope, dark nights and blue skies, either you sing or swim, crash or you can fly, try to remain true, the world telling me lies, cause the pain Runs deep when you don't have control of your mind Clock's ticking, running out of time I hope you find your way and live long I hope you win and that you live on Take a shot quickly, let it burn so it can hit me This life is a dream, somebody pitched me I woke up from a bad dream, had my hoodie on I was a teen, slain pain is what I felt I was murdered cause my color, I wish someone would help Now the world knows my name, but the world don't feel my pain And this world will never change, I hope you do Hope they see the good in you, I hope nobody hates your Complexion loves you for being you the world turns for so many blinding. If there's a higher power, let me find it. Don't push religion on me. So many people, hypocrites, to their own words. Preaching, telling me to walk this path. When they walk through dirt, but I dream real grass. When they skip through lines, while well, I'm standing in the last place, facing what's right in front of me. The light gets brighter, he takes a step. I pray for you, my friend. God bless. Open the window, see the world through my eyes Where dreams are signs of hope, dark nights and blue skies Either you sink or swim, crash or you can fly Try to remain true, the world telling me lies Cause the pain runs deep when you don't have control of your mind Clock's ticking, running out of time I hope you find your way and live long I hope you win and that you live on
1: Hello, this is Andrew Johnson, and you are listening to Noble on the CFR Network. So, folks, I think you should really pay some attention to what is being said here.
2: CFR Network, CFR News. Good day, good night to all. Welcome back. Thank yourself, most importantly, for tuning into the broadcast and most definitely for surviving the zombie apocalypse and the current state of affairs. Another special guest, returning guest, author, critical thinker, researcher, Andrew Johnson. Welcome back to the broadcast, So How are we?
1: Thanks for inviting me back. I'm, I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, all things considered. So uh, pleased and happy to be here.
2: Excellent. Excellent. And uh, the sun is shining, luckily. We I mean, we are allegedly in summer. We've actually got a bit of sun as well. So how about that, Andrew?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I've uh, been fortunate enough to um, do a five, five and a bit mile walk this afternoon. So uh, cross fields and things. So that was good for the soul. Excellent. And, um, yeah, so as many buzzards as people. So that was good.
2: Ah, that's that, that, that's always a, a a note to being in nature when you see more buzzards than, <laughs> than two legged people. <laughs> right, yeah, it's always good to sort of ground yourself in nature uh depending on where you are and many people are in a sort of metropolis that connection with nature gets more and more divorced uh you know the, the quicker and quicker so wherever possible get into those green spaces especially now that you know we are getting a lot more dry weather and stuff and you know i think we're supposed to, aren't we supposed to be getting potentially 40 degrees next week or something
1: i doubt it'll be up to that i think it's meant to get up to like 29 i think but uh the way the weather forecasts work, you know, I, I don't know whether that'll you know pan out, but uh, we'll see. I mean, it's yes. big way, uh, it's certainly uh, when I lived. Uh, um, well, I, not long after we moved into this house where I live now in 2003, it, was, it got up to 37 here. I distinctly remember that 37 degrees centigrade. That's the hottest I've ever seen it in, in this part of the country here. In, you know, I live in the Midlands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, who knows what happened, you know?
2: Definitely. I mean, I mean you've, got, you've got a little bit more hills, so I guess you might get a little bit more breeze
1: potentially i mean we're in the sort of southern Derbyshire where i live so you know it's much uh where i'm in the derwent valley so it's oh. a lot of, more, more low lying there it's not very um not many hills near here so mm-hmm. you
2: know we'll cope i'm sure we will yeah fans windows open
1: <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
2: <laughs> hydration coconut water and all the rest of it so yes looking forward to that trustfully um It will manifest to be a nice time. As I say, temperature wise, as everyone knows, you just got to look out the window every day and and see how the weather is. We can't rely on these predictive um, weather patterns, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, one of the things I've talked about, I can't remember whether I talked about it with you last last time, is that, um, you know, there is uh, what you might call man-made climate change, but it's done using covert technology and uh, if anybody's not familiar with that then you maybe want to try and have a look at what happened on 9-11 and uh, you can see some of that information on my website checktheevidence.com I've written quite a lot about that based on what Dr Judy would have uncovered all the way back in 2008 so there's a lot of important information there which still you know many people are just not aware of but it's easily discoverable if you know where to look for it.
2: Exactly. And just from the people also think that this is like a, you know, I mean, we're definitely in a, a, a more of a modern age, but when they necessarily think about weather, weather modification mm. and cloud seeding, they're thinking of really high tech means to achieve these mm. these ultimate goals. And as we discussed before, it's it's as simplistic as a, a huge balloon filled with certain certain sort of minerals and stuff to elicit certain reactions from clouds.
1: Yeah, some of it is. I mean, that's the early stuff that was developed in the nineteen forties. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, what, what I'm talking about is something that you won't really find much public information about. It's just it's all in the black world, and oh, uh, you know, w- you know, we can we can establish that from studying various types of evidence that have become available. You know, through various researchers um, over the years. And, you know, there's also a kind of a disinformation trail as well. So if you know what to look for in the dis- disinformation, that can sometimes sort of give you some clues as to what, where, you know, to look for the real information, as it were, where to try and you know dig down deeper and see if you can find, uh, you know, the, the truthful information, so to speak
2: yes for those who have the inclination and also the time and and actually doing that by going down these rabbit holes it builds up a a sort of methodology of how to get to the to the truth because as you say you come across a lot of stupid stuff initially um, but then when you start to you test it to see if it's true and you verify it and then you look at other sources to verify and it's like actually yeah i do have a method of uncovering a certain level potentially of truth it's just Again, how much time are you going to invest into it?
1: That's right, and I mean, you know, what I've come to realize is that there are a lot of narratives that uh, are being put in place, and this happens not only in in what I call the shame stream media. Now, I don't call it mainstream; I just call it shame stream because, you know, particularly over the last two years, it's absolutely shameful mm-hmm. that what they've done and how they essentially they've betrayed every everybody. Um, but, you know, you get all these narratives put out in the shame stream media, but you also get alternative narratives put out in the alternative media. But those narratives th- themselves are not totally truthful. They may be sl- you know, slightly more truthful than what's in the shame stream. But, uh, you know, nevertheless, you've still got to try and do more research. And I mean, particularly with the 9-11 information that I referred to, you know, I've written two books about that very thing that, you know, you've got the mainstream, you've got the alternative, and then you've got the truth, you know? Yes. And and I think what, what you know, both within the alternative media and within the mainstream, of course, this goes in degrees. But I came up with this expression, you know, which is based on what you would say in court. You know, and in court, you're supposed to say, I promise to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so help me, whatever, you know, help me, God, or help the, some people are so firm and don't mention God. So I came up with this. What happens with uh, people like, for example, James Corbett, who, who's a well-known researcher. Yes. Um, people like Dame Wigington, who talks a lot about uh, geoengineering. Uh, I can apply this to him, Richard Gage. To a degree, I can apply it to David Icke as well. And the the, the saying goes like this, I promise to tell some truth, some half-truth, or anything but the truth. Uh, and, and, and parts of that apply to all the people that I've mentioned. Uh, I go into that in more detail in, in my in my two books about nine eleven. if anybody wants to read that, you know, I'm with quotes and evidence. So I'm yes. not just sort of, uh, you know... Um, hypothesising. Yeah, I'm not hypothesising. I'm not trying to cast aspersions particularly. I'm just trying to point out to people that once they get out of the mainstream, mainstream, yeah. shame stream, they still need to be on their guard, you know, that just because they've come out of that, not everyone else... Um, you know, is is telling the truth, so to speak, you know.
2: You've said it very well, sir. I mean, another... Because before I even give the example, it's it's almost like you have these clever people who see, as the Americans say, the niche or the niche Mm. within the market and say, you know what, I'm kind of interested in this area. Let me put out something... has got some truth to it you know which you can verify but i'm also going to put a load of my speculation i'm going to put a lot of titillating bits of information in there some real shock value and i'm going to start to sell products
1: (laughs) yeah i mean there is that element to it and um you know certainly you know as we know there are a number of authors that sell a lot of books they'll have a subscription-based website yes uh, so you know, you, you, which can work in various forms. You either have a login and you, know, you pay two pounds, five pounds, ten pounds a month, whatever it is, to get newsletters or you know the latest uh, videos they've uploaded or whatever it is. Um, you know, which is fair enough. I mean, some people are doing that. I think ethically and, and for good reasons. You know, yes. they, they, everyone needs to eat, etc. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, in, in other cases, um, I think you know they are trying to deliberately build up a following. Uh, and I've, I've, you know, I've I've noticed this with a couple of researchers that they're following and their fans, you know, seems to be more important to them than the actual truth. You know, yes. checking that they are still being truthful and still maintaining, uh, you know, a truthful basis to what they're saying. It's, you know, it's far easier to think, well, you know, I've got a large audience and everyone listening. I've got all these people listening to me. So yeah. know, that's more important to me. And of course, you know, for me, that's never really been that important. I mean, it's, it's great when people listen to me. Of course. And, um, you know, I, I have, um, I think, I mean, my YouTube channel has got, I think, 16,000 subscribers, uh, which, you know, I'm quite pleased about. Seems Definitely. I haven't done anything to, to, to sort of do that, you know, to get that. I haven't made any particular efforts. But what I was going to say is I think the real value of that to me is that within that lo- quite large number, there are quite a few people that actually comment on the videos and they make good comments mm. and then they email me and they send me good links. And therefore that allows me to, you know, further go down those rabbit holes um, and get more evidence or, you know, improve my own knowledge based on that there, you know, what they found out. I mean, an example of that was, uh, happened uh in the last sort of two or three weeks and we're going to go off into a bit of, a, of an area here because for some some um people but i think your program has covered some of these areas yes um and this is to do with um essentially um consciousness topics you know you might want to call mm. it spirituality as well yes now a good few years ago now back in uh, 2004 I I was informed about this site called the Wingmakers. And uh, you can go and see this at wingmakers.com or if you go to another website, wingmakers.ws, you will find all this material about, you know, the nature of being human, what it is to be a conscious human being and how, you know, the conscious human being works. And it is claimed that this knowledge has come from this what's called the central race, this race of uh, beings who actually, you know, played a hand in creating humans. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so they're basically aliens, you know, say, speaking plainly, these aliens, you know, came to earth and they uh, started messing with the genetics here over you know, millions of years, essentially eventually creating humans. And now at this time, essentially they've realized that, you know, we are in a bit of a fix. And so they've planted, they planted um, like time cap, a time capsule. And, and the Wingmaker story, uh, which is on this website, sort of goes into this mythology. They, they, they stated that it's a mythology, you know, and, um, and all of this. And they say that there were these chambers, you know, and that they, that they, these were discovered in the 1970s, I think. And then that knowledge was passed to a group within the NSA um, and this labyrinth group, this is named within the NSA, you know, the National Security Agency that is. And then out of that, they, they came and developed this, uh, they called it the ACIO, the Advanced Contact Intelligence Organization. And they were handling all this material to do with the Wingmakers and stuff. And, you know, you read this and think, oh, that's a good science fiction story. You know, that sounds like a really good uh, plot for a science fiction film, you know. And they don't actually claim that this story is true. However, when you actually read the materials about, for example, what they call a sovereign integral and how the sovereign integral is essentially what a human being embodies and how the soul is carried in the body and how the soul interfaces with the body Mm -hmm. um, and all of this, what you find is some very concise uh, and actually very um, powerful information in there. Which, of course, and, and, and you know, I've recently been discussing this with with somebody who's much more clued in than I am. It ties in with you know the concepts of things like Hinduism and Buddhism, Zen Buddhism, and all of this. There's a very strong tie in there, but this isn't actually mentioned to any any great degree. And I think some of the language and some of the terminology. Although it's, it expresses the same concepts as in Buddhism and Hinduism, and to a certain extent, you know, other religions like Christianity and even Gnosticism as well, which isn't a religion actually, but it's the, 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 you know, what I've read about Gnosticism that also, you know, echoes very very similar themes to this WingMakers material. And and why I'm bringing that up is, um, you know, I made these this YouTube video um, series about. Uh, 5 or 6 10 or 15 minute videos i made um and then somebody posted a comment going back to my you know comments about people watching the channel yes and they were pointing out that this wingmaker's material has been altered uh from when it was first posted on the inter- internet way back in 1998 now as it happens the videos i made i was actually referring to the 1998 1990- 1998 information, and I think the person that sent me this comment hadn't quite twigged that uh, for whatever reason. I I think they maybe watched the first couple of minutes and thought, oh, this guy talking about wingmakers, but does he know that the website changed? And I did, I did know a little bit about that. But basically, you know, from finding that information uh, in this comment, I then went off down another rabbit hole and found a very well written article which goes into more detail about the wing makers and the, the, the fact that there, this website was changed. And like one of the people that claims to be this sort of spiritually advanced, um, uh, you know, person. Yeah. Uh, who put, to, you know, he says he put together all this material. Um, and, you know, it's, according to him, it's true. You know, he didn't, he didn't make it all up. But then there was this argument with him and somebody else who says, look, going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about, you know, some of it being true and some of it not being true. <laughs> yes. This yes. guy who's playing to be spiritually advanced argued with this other person because they did an interview with Carrie Cassidy, if you've heard of her. She runs a, a website called Project Camelot. And
2: I've yeah, okay. Her. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Indeed. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've got my own experience with her, direct experience and indirect experience. So, you know, I won't go into that. But anyway, so somebody had gone onto that their website and they basically said, yeah, the Wingmakers stuff is good but this bit's wrong and that bit's wrong and you've got to watch out for this bit. And this other James guy who originally put this together, he got really upset and he says, look, he wrote to Kerry Cassidy and he says, look, you've got to edit this interview because some of it's wrong. You know, you just got to edit it. You've got to take you've got to take it down, edit it and then put it back. So he was basically trying to censor this other person, which if you read the principles, you know, of this Wingmaker material, um, that... Again, you think, well, why would he want to do that? If if he's been totally honest, yeah. yeah, that should just come out in the material. You know, yeah, it's fair enough to, to say, look, you, you're not telling the truth. But why did he ask to get this other person censored off this other website? Why didn't he just ask them to put up a, a response? You know, exactly.
2: Yeah, you know, and,
1: and say, look, that that bit's wrong. That bit's wrong. You know, this what this person says is wrong. Why did he ask for the censorship? That's where I have a problem. Um, when you're trying to impose yourself on somebody's freedom. A speech, you know, even if it's um, uh, harmful to or apparently harmful to you, you know, um, and, it could and be,
2: it could literally just be he misinterprets or misinterpretation of, of the text.
1: No, well, I don't think so. I mean, this guy is clearly highly intelligent, and okay. highly, uh, you know, if you read some of the materials, it's way, you know, it's it's really really good stuff, you know, it's mm. really well written, and and I, the quality of this material has come from a very advanced mind or group of minds you know if you get into it um the the this glossary which i was reading out in the videos you know it describes basically a lot of stuff that's been going on now um you know and this was written in in 1998 like this glossary thing that from the wingmakers materials yes essentially predicts the creation of youtube about um probably nearly 10 years before it actually got created and they, they call it Olin. Uh, I wow. forget what the acronym means. And uh, if you read through it all, and it talks about um, the difference between um, the, the, the different ways that people are becoming enlightened. And some people are doing it through, um, and I should get the actual material up, but it, they're basically differentiating between like a personal transformation mm-hmm. and one which is based on a saviorship model. In other words, you know, Jesus is going to come and save us.
2: Okay.
1: And it, and, it, and it basically puts all of that, like, into one paragraph, like 100 words, and it describes precisely, basically, the, the difference between your regular um, things like Abrahamic religions yes, and the and ones which are more based around, you know, expanding your consciousness and, and looking inwards, you know, into the inner self and all of that and discovering the inner self and all of that stuff. Um. You know, and, and you read this and you think somebody who's written this, they clearly have a very, very good understanding of spiritual topics and the different types of spirituality which have been developed and expressed, you yeah. know, in, in, in Hinduism, Buddhism, um, you know. Confucianism
2: these... as well, I guess.
1: Well, you might count that. I don't know much about that, but that, that that's probably similar because
2: uh, it's more dealing with the self it's it's yeah. not necessarily externalizing a deity of sorts it's more about right. developing self and the consciousness and the, right. the destroy it well i guess destroying ego as well
1: yeah and that's it and that's one of the things that recurs in the Wingmakers material and it talks about um you know getting in touch with um first source or primary source which is essentially you know the, the core nature of the uh, universe and i think they claim that's kind of unknowable, and this then ties in, I think, if I'm correct, with the Buddhist concept of Dharma, which is Aww. the concept of, of of everything. But they don't yeah. call it that in WingMakers. They they I think they give more detail about what it actually is and what it's not and why you can't actually totally you know express it or or whatever. And it and it, 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 it concisely describes all of that in just a few hundred words. You know.
0: And
2: what area of the world was this information sort of coming out of?
1: Well, allegedly, you see, what they, they were doing in this archaeological dig in um, South America. And it's actually, the whole story, if it's true, is set in Chaco Canyon. Oh. Uh, and, and, there's, and then it links in with the Anastasi Indians, I think, that were, which were in that area in that yeah. time. So, it is. yeah, they do give a specific geographical location. Um, and then there's also uh, a novel, which goes along with this material as well, the Wingmaker's novel, which I, you know, I read over a couple of weeks. And again, you it could just be a made-up story, you know, it, uh, it it's just somebody with a vivid imagination. And it's, it's some of it's a bit boring, you know, parts of it. It's not as a novel; it's not particularly outstanding for, even for science fiction. Okay. But, but there's certain themes in it where you think, "Wow, that does have sure. a ring of truth to it," you know, mm-hmm. and um, certain parts of it. And it starts off, for example, by talking about Roswell crash. In fact, does it mention that specifically? I think it doesn't mention Roswell specifically, but it does talk about you know, flying saucer crashes in the 40s. And this led to them setting up a special group to deal with this stuff. You know? And then, th- then they were dealing with live aliens from some crashes. And it's, that's where it sort of starts, you know, in this novel. And, and so that, again, that piqued my interest because I've done a fair bit of research into that. And uh, I'm, I'm quite convinced that, yes, Roswell revealed, yes, uh, uh, an extraterrestrial object of some kind crashed, bodies were recovered, mm-hmm. uh, at least one of them survived, um, you know, and all of that stuff.
2: I would say everybody who has looked into that, it, even if it was just maybe for an hour, the mm-hmm. general consensus is, as you said, something definitely, yes. <laughs> you know, and bodies were re- recovered kind of thing. Whether those exactly. grainy footage, which... Uh, very questionable are indeed correct uh, I don't know but definitely there is documented evidence there's witnesses there's statements there's, that's there's...
1: right that's right and I mean you've only got to read the books by you know people like Stanton Friedman and Don Smith and Don Ledger I think is the, their names you know they've they've sort of been look, interviewing the Roswell witnesses for decades I think they've got about 600 witnesses to various parts of the events you know um, and I think they've been able to identify that the stories are mostly consistent Um, uh, you know and again there could be different reasons for the inconsistencies because different people have seen slightly different things you know uh, one of the very interesting parts of that now we're talking about Roswell is this so-called morphing metal Uh, there are many stories of the morphing metal you know and some of them go into the 1960s one of the ones that I tend to quote is this guy called Jerry Croth who's a lecturer I think he's a lecturer in like psychology or something. And he's he's made some good YouTube videos, very straightforward and accessible and very concise. And he talked about when he was giving a class in about, you know, he's quite old now, I think he's like 70s, 80s. He was giving a class in a college in the 1960s. And this young student came up to him and said, I want to show you this, sir, you know. And it was a piece of the Roswell morphing metal. And he didn't realise this at the time. You know, but that's like 20 years after the original events, you know, more or less. And it's the same story. Yeah. You know, so again, that may, that to me adds credibility to that to that event actually happening when you get such a diverse story. And if you listen to this guy, you know, I don't think you're just making it up to get YouTube clicks or anything like that. Exactly. You know? I mean,
2: you can almost work those kind of people out straight away or yeah. someone who may be just a little bit mentally unhinged kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, gen- genuine. Generally, you can f- you can spot, uh, like yeah, I can see the validity in this. I can see the truth. Yeah, you know the way they're presenting themselves. It doesn't seem like it's rehearsed. But
1: that's right. You know, and going back to what I was saying about you know people sending me links and uh, you know how that sends you down the rabbit hole. Um, in in following up that that you know discussion of was the wingmaker's material changed. I found um, another article written by somebody called Wes Penray, who I'd never heard of, you know, and I've been looking at this stuff for nigh on 20 years now. And this Wes Penray had also done a really interesting article about the Wingmakers' material. And it was that article where, you know, he he pointed out this um, thing with the Project Camelot being, you know, asked to to edit this interview with, with the woman who said that some of the Wingmakers' material was false. You know, it's got all of that in it. And then it talks, for example, about um, a bit more of what's in the WingMaker material, uh, which they talk about this race called the Animus. Now, the Animus, uh, this, like, um, they're a race of, essentially of biological robots. So they don't have a soul, right? And they've been plotting for years to you know, kind of take over the Earth. And they're basically, let's say, biological robots. They don't have a soul. They don't care really what happens to beings that they interact with Mm -hmm. and this then ties in for example with the stories and you can call them stories if you want i think they're actually i didn't believe this at first but i think there's a lot more truth in them in them than i originally thought you know there is a story that eisenhower president eisenhower met with two at least two alien races in the mid-1950s oh of
2: course yes
1: you know made these agreements with 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 one of them and and of one was going to give them technology yeah and then they, and then they said look well in exchange for that technology you can abduct people you know and do this research as long as you tell us you know who who you're going to abduct and you know there's been some corroboration of this of sorts at least you know people like uh, Dan Sherman who's written this uh, above black book that I read a few years ago he says that he was actually telepathically handling um the coordinates for, for alien abductions that, that were coming through to him. And that's what he and he realized that after I think a year of being on this project. So he, he essentially partly corroborates this this idea that you know they were the aliens were given access or permission to abduct people. And and what what the Wingmaker story then claims you see is that they they're abducting people because they want to manipulate people's genetics so that they can create a hybrid being of the animus or the the animus, I suppose are synonymous with the greys, the alien greys and their variants, they can create a hybrid being which will allow them to to put a soul, yeah, to put a soul into, to make Mm. them into a soul carrier because that's what they want to do. I've heard
2: this before, but not in those, using those terms. I'm just trying.
1: Right. So, so, and, and what, you know, what, what they what they were basically saying is that you know that the animus have essentially been infiltrating the power structures, and they they this process accelerated according to some of the wingmaker materials in um, 2011, which is a very interesting year really when you think about it. I mean that's the year before 2012.
2: Exactly major year.
1: Yeah, and if you you know when you get into some of these topics about raising your consciousness and so forth, um, which I think you talk about on looking at some of your other podcasts you know, ways that that can be done and Mm -hmm. ways that, you know, make that easier and stuff. And then you consider everything that's been going on, particularly in the last, you know, since the COVID scam started, which if, boy, oh boy, if that's not the biggest effort ever, ever to depress and reverse people's, you know, evolving consciousness, Mm -hmm. I don't know what is. And then of course, according to certain people you can throw in the genetics you know when some people are saying that you know you've got these mRNA and these vaccines and uh, it's questionable yeah you know that was going to manipulate people's genes is, is that what's going to happen I, I, I'm not sure because I've heard conflicting information about this you know certainly it's not discussed in the shame stream in the alternative media people have said oh yeah you know that's definitely happened with we know that people's DNA is being altered and blah 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 and then other people in the alternative media said well actually, we, I think we can say that the mRNA, mRNA is in the vaccines in some of them, but we can't actually prove the real effect that this is having in, in, in terms of altering people's genetics, you know.
2: Have you heard the stuff about the prion crystals being formed?
1: Ooh, I've heard something, but again, um, you know, not, not yeah. with any kind of, you know, and not a massive amount of substance to it, but of
2: course, yeah. It's, I've heard it a few times, and I've tried to have a look to, to try and verify it. And I, I, it, it's difficult, it's difficult depending on what search engine you, you're using as well. That's even more tricky. Obviously, not using Google yes. is the, the know, first I'm, thing.
1: That's it. I mean, there's various um, elements to to what's in the vaccines, of course. What there's the one that you mentioned, which I think I've, I've not heard as much. There's the mRNA, there is then, of course, the um. Self-assembling uh, antenna, antennae, and things that are in there with this nanotechnology, which oh, is in the vaccines.
2: Yes.
1: And there's some interesting videos about that, which I'm not sure what to make of. Of course, some people have said that they've, you know, picked up Bluetooth. Uh, transmissions, which I don't think is uh, true. Oh, of
2: course. I think I've seen that and they've they've actually found the IP address of someone who's done that on.
1: And I think that is just devices which are left switched on and people are picking up those and they're not realising that they're there because I I honestly don't think they would make a Bluetooth transmitter and put it in a jab. I mean, that would just be too too easy to detect for, you know. uh, And I mean, Richard D. Hall, he did a very good study of this and he came to the conclusion that you can't there, was, there wasn't a Bluetooth transmitter. It, it, there was something that looked like it in certain instances, but it, in, in his tests, it always turned out to be a, a transmitter which wasn't properly masked, you know, and the equipment was picking it up when you wouldn't have expected it to, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, so take, if you
2: think about it logically, uh, if there was to employ that sort of technology, it wouldn't be at a level where consumers would be able to pick up that signal?
1: Probably it, not. You know, I, th- I tend to think that if it really was in there, it'd be some type of more advanced black world technology. And like you say, we probably wouldn't even be able to detect it, uh-huh. you know. Um, and, um, you know, again, um, whatever technology is being used, if it is being used, that is, hasn't affected us. You know, at least, we, you know, as far as we can tell, it hasn't affected us. We're still having this conversation about these things, as are many other people, you know. So whatever plans they've got haven't been 100% successful. There is still a resistance movement, which is, uh, you know, active, basically.
2: And steadily growing, I think.
1: Uh, potentially, yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. More and more people at varying stages of, of, of yes. that, that slumber are now saying, wait a minute, especially, and this is a good way to segue from this from what we're talking about into the the quote-unquote breaking news yes. in regards to our, 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 and I'll say in air quotes, Prime Minister? You, yes. Like... A year ago, oh, my God, but BJ, he's the best person out here. You know, he's the best prime minister. Look what he's done. He's, he's locked everyone down to keep us safe. And, you know, yeah. he, he had it and he was still working and all this stuff. And then fast forward a year, oh, there seems to be some kind of improprieties regarding, um, um you know, parties and yes, this yes, and that.
1: Yes. I mean, <laughs> it does make you wonder, you know, and, and of course you then... You know, yes, he's, he's resigned. I think today he was, he was and A lot of uh, jokes are going around uh, on, on uh, Facebook and stuff. And, you know, I've, I've sent some of these jokes myself and I haven't followed the circumstances of it hardly at all. But, you know, other than what you've just said about being, comparing him to a year ago. Um, and, it, and, it, and it does seem that certain things are falling apart. But then again, of course, I saw one of the other cartoons that was put up where it's a picture of Klaus Schwab the leader of the world economic forum and then he's got he's got a picture of uh, him holding bojo as a puppet and the heads dropped off bojo and klaus Schwab saying get me another one you know and uh, which are rather light yes and, uh, again people look at the world economic forum and and this again is a good segue back to what we were talking about because i recently saw another interview with klaus Schwab's advisor or edited bits of an interview, and I forget the name of this guy. He's got a bald head. He's probably about 45, 46.
2: I think I've like seen that. it as well. Yes, continues Klaus, there.
1: Yeah, he's Klaus Fab's advisor, and he's talking about um, um, we need to get rid of God in society and hide the body. Yes. And um, he's talking about there being no point to life, you mm-hmm. know, and he's talking about hacking people, hacking people as if they're, you know, a computer. Exactly. So we're then back to this idea of machine intelligence, a soulless being, which is how the animus are described. And if you were to say that the animus have infiltrated some of the top organizations in the world, just as a joke, well, looking at this guy, you, you'd think he's working for them. You know, it would be my characterization of that. And then, of course, we've got all the Elon Musk thing with AI is going to take over the world. You know, some people think Elon Musk is just a mouthpiece for, you know, the the, the, the agenda players. Some people think he's gone over to the good side, you know, and then you've got the whole QAnon narrative and, and all that side of things, you know, which I've done a little bit of research into. And... Um,
2: Andrew, I couldn't bring myself to the QA. A lot of people were pushing that information and I yes. thought some of it sounds a bit credible, but like uh, the deep state, like like the dark part of the military generals and Trumper uh, got together, and they're what sense does that even make?"
1: Yes, I, I know what you mean, and and I think some of the um, disclosures were significant, mm-hmm. and the timing and the way that they put the QAnon post together, it was quite sophisticated. It wasn't to me. It wasn't your average psychological oh, yes. operation. There was a lot of work gone into it, and a lot of technical planning and it did seem to involve trump and i think that the, the certain signals that he would get, was giving or apparently giving did seem to be um you know the q and explanation seemed to be the strongest one but of course when it came to the election it, it all fell apart really for me the, because they were me. saying oh well you know he's going to get in he's going to get re-elected mm-hmm. that didn't happen then they said oh well yeah that, you know is it, is it, the, the Joe Biden's got in the White House, but the, they the, when Kamala Harris had that Bible, it she she had a book on top of it. So when she swore the oath, it did, she didn't wasn't actually touching the Bible. Therefore, it wasn't a real oath. Therefore, it's a it's a fake. Thank you re- regime in the in the White House, and Trump's going to come back in like in four weeks when they when they fully expose themselves as pedos and whatnot. Trump's going to get back in, you know, and he's gonna it's going to be all wonderful. That didn't happen now uh you know and then and then um then it got to the election vote didn't it and they said oh well they're going to have a recount the electoral college is going to throw it out and biden's going to be out on his ear and that didn't happen either so we had about four or five of those things i think in fairly rapid succession which didn't come true and um that of course kind of i think killed a lot off a lot of it and i know that there were people like mark devlin you know, yes. They were they were following uh, this Charlie Freak guy. Now when I listened to him, I was interested, but then when I went to look at some of his own videos, I didn't get a good feeling about him. And then he had somebody like Simon Parks promoting this, uh, you know, uh, QAnon narrative as well. And I met Simon Parks. I've interacted with him, and the, that guy is just not reliable. He's not a reliable source of information. And so again,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the people that are pushing this, these are not reliable people. You know um but that said um there are some other interesting things going on such as what we've seen today uh, who is going to get put in next you know maybe maybe it's a case of the devil that you know you know better the devil you know than the devil you don't kind of thing but wait, what what got to see are they going to put russ Russie sunak in or somebody like that who's completely you know world economic forum yeah immersed you know are they going to put somebody like him in you know i, I don't know cuz I, I don't care because you know the, the all the Tory MPs, all the many four hundred of them, they should have resigned two years ago. Exactly. My way yeah. of thinking. Mm. And anyone that didn't should have been put in prison, you know, for from my way of thinking. Um, along with a lot of the police chiefs that were that were supporting all the scam from day one, you know. This
2: is it. And we and remember, Andrew, we are police by consent, remember?
1: Yes, that's right. So that's, that's, right.
2: That's, that's, right. That's, that's the get out clause. That is yeah. the get out clause right there.
1: Yes, indeed. You know, but there were some interesting things happened, like Cressida Dick. She was uh, she resigned, didn't she? And so it's almost like she was booted out, and there wasn't a lot of explanation about that. Um, and yes, we've seen more paedophile revelations. We saw the Prince Andrew thing coming out, which of course nothing really happened about, but he did do that interview. Which to me, why did he do that interview kind of thing? You know, why did that information come out? Were they really rubbing our noses in it? You know, I think
2: uh, it's that, as you've said, because I mean that. You couldn't even script such a terrible yeah. interview.
1: Indeed, indeed. You know, you'd think that from that something's got to give, but apparently nothing has really—at least not, 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 not on the surface. No. And I think this is what happens with this QAnon and the similarities. People claim, "Oh, yeah, but there's all this st- stuff going on in the background." And he said, "Oh, great! You know, that'd be really good if we've got these benevolent aliens or benevolent spiritual oh. beings, you know, coming working behind the scenes and." you know, blowing up all these underground bases and getting rid of all these, uh, you know, the swamp people, you know.
2: Exactly. Do you remember all of the messages that you was probably getting on WhatsApp and the links about the, um, the... The biggest one I kept on getting a lot was, I think it was during lockdown, I think it was the first stage or maybe the second stage. Uh, it was a, like a, a video of like a, a subpoena or a some kind of judgment and it was just like a huge name of lists on there: Hillary Clinton, Obama, this and this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did see that some of that, and it claimed they'd all been shipped off to Guantanamo and executed. Yeah, yeah I, I got a few of those. <laughs>
2: it's like, right? Like, uh, uh, it's it's very disheartening that yes. clearly that you've got you've got non geo non GOS who are involved in creating like Cambridge Analytica, creating such. Yeah. propaganda and putting it out. And then you've got people in their own home saying, okay, what, what can I do? I can take this clip from two years ago or five, even 10 years ago, put it in a different continent and a different place and say, look, this is what's happening now. And yeah. then it spreads like wildfire.
1: That's right. And there's a chap called uh, Chris Hampton who's made some, made some good films. He kind of made one related to the QAnon narrative, you know, and he shows how on the, how on the one hand Trump was saying that hillary should be in prison but then i think like the next day or the week previous he was at this dinner with her and he's singing her praises in some sort of way and he see she stood right next to him and they're laughing and joking together you know and uh that's quite you know revelatory when you see that you know to to, to sort of um make you wonder about this q nar- and narrative and you know whether it ha- what sort of validity it has you know
2: and many people did highlight the fact that, you know, I think Trump, wasn't he one of the biggest donors for the, the Trump political sort of campaign and stuff? Who was, sorry? Um, Trump.
1: Was, was a donor for which political?
2: For um, the Clintons.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, it's, it's quite possible. I didn't see that one. But, you know, um, that, that's possible. Although, of course, uh, um, Trump is Republican and Clinton was uh, Democrat. Not that it really means anything anymore. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that may well be the case, you know, so...
2: But I guess, as people have tried to explain, that yeah, you know, that's that was in the you know in the eighties and the nineties, and he's grown as a person now, and that's yeah. why you know, and that may be all in well true, but as you say, in the public eye, when it comes to that, this is the stance. But behind closed doors, at these meetings, it's singing the praise.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, for me, there there are other things which, um, you know, if, if somebody is really truthful that I, I, for example, would, would say, well, look, you know, read Dr. Judy Wood's book about 9-11. And then when you've read that, tell the world about it. You know, tell the world how the World Trade Center was really destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Trump, uh, some people were alleging that he was going to do something like that because he said in one of his pre-election um, meetings, is you know, uh, you're going to find out who knocked down the towers. You know, I think if you do, if you search for that quote, you'll find a video of him saying that in like 2015 or 20 early in 2016 or something before he was elected. Um, but that's not good enough, you know. Um, you know, I say to anyone, anybody that, that that wants to could tell the truth about what happened to the World Trade Center. And why I'm specifically focusing on that is it, um, you know. It, it, it really does affect so much else.
2: It, it, now, it, it's, the, it's the catalyst to all of the change that we see now.
1: Now, I'm going to try and read a, a quote that I wrote a few years ago, and I, I have a particular reason for, for, um, for uh, reading this out, if I can find it. And what happened was, you see, now I've written, I think I've already referenced this, and it relates to what I just said. I've written um, you know, s- uh, s- several books uh, and two of them are about uh, 9/11, right? And then what I what I did with the with these books, I made them into audio books. Now the first 9/11 book, which is called 9/11: Finding the Truth, that was very kindly made into an audio book for me by a very kind lady in the US called Cindy Laverty, right? Mm-hmm. But in the um, second one uh, that I wrote about 9/11, uh, I just used a robot voice to, 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 you know, to read it out into a, an MP3 file. Yeah. Right. And I put that, um, uh, I put that audio onto a YouTube video and it just has like a graphic sound to light pattern playing along with it so yeah. you can make it into a YouTube video. Yes. And uh, fairly recently, within I think the last three months, there was, because what I did was I put each chapter of the book into an audio know into an audio readout and that went in a separate youtube video yes one chapter of that was deleted by youtube within the last um you know uh three months one chapter and it's just a robot voice right reading out (laughs) my text and there is no there are no images in this book in this video i mean right so um
2: that's the power of the old boob tube, as I refer to it yeah. as.
1: So, what I'm going to do is, I think the reason why they deleted this was because I've pointed out exactly why 9 11 is so important, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm going to read this. Okay. Uh, and people can go and read this book at checktheevidence.com. You can download it for free. I think there's a, definitely a PDF file, and I might have even put an EPUB file there, which some ebook readers handle better. Um, so uh, in the introduction, I've written um, about the, the being a follow up volume of you know, 9-11 research that I've done. And I've got the title in that chapter, what nine eleven truth are we holding? So this is the second book, which is called Nine Eleven 11 holding the truth. So in other words, people that haven't read this. What's he on about? What truth is being held? So my concept with this title was that I'd, we'd found the truth about what happened to the World Trade Center. That we can stop looking for that now because we know what happened to it. Yes. Um, so we don't need to debate that anymore. It'd be like debating whether we're using, um, you know, Zoom to have this meeting. Really, we don't need to debate <laughs> that because it's, it's obvious that we are. We both know that. Uh, that's starting from a known point. Mm-hmm. So. This is not a theory or anything, you know, in the, what we've talked about 9-11, it's Dr. Judy Wood's book is not a theory, it's a set of evidence. So following on from that, I put, to explain the title of this book, I want to point out the established facts about the destruction of the World Trade Center, which were compiled into a website by April 2008 and later into Dr. Judy Wood's sex book, Where Did the Towers Go?, which I abbreviate to WTTG. The truth is as follows and this is not a theory, this is not speculation. On 11th of September, 2001, the WTC towers did not burn up, nor did they slam to the ground. About 85 to 90% of the buildings turned to dust in midair. A total of seven WTC buildings were either destroyed outright on the day or their remains removed in the following months or years. Whatever crashed into the WTC towers did not cause their destruct- destruction. The towers underwent a type of destruction that had never been seen in the white world before. The destruction was the result of some type of energy weapon which operated on principles not recognized in white world science. A category three hurricane, uh, which was called Erin, had movements coincident with the events of 9-11 and was closest to New York City at about 8am on 11th of September 2001, which of course was just before all these events unfolded. And then I go on to write, if one is to accept these truths, then one must also accept that there is a separate power elite group that both possesses such advanced directed free energy technology and the means to deploy it. Not only that, as I have been documenting for over 10 years, it can cover up these things to the point that almost no one recognizes its massive deception for what it is. But why do I say free energy technology? It is because, from observing the process of destruction of the WTC towers, we can see a catastrophic change taking place. That is, to tear apart steel beams and other materials and turn them to dust, using a process already recognized uh, by the mainstream thinking would require an enormous amount of energy. In a conventional process, this energy would perhaps come from some type of explosion, burning, laser, or electrical discharge. However, all of these processes would have an enormous amount of associated heat, and such heat was not seen or felt on Mm 9-11. Hence, this energy release or change either came from thin air or from within the materials which made up the World Trade Center. This is the big secret, and some clues to what the secret is can be found in the evidence collected in the Where Did the Towers Go book and in Dr. Judy Wood's presentations. Then I say a little... uh, that the uh, you know how you gone from that um and i talk about the energy cover-up on that going on from that yes so that's the only chapter of that book that was deleted right so i think i and i'm not you know maybe blowing my own trumpet here but i think i nailed it if yeah now, i think i nailed why they wanted to delete that video because once you once you go through all of that everything changes Right. You've got as much free energy as you need. Yeah. You've got the climate change scam is completely neutralised. Mm-hmm. You've got the terrorism scam is neutralised, and then you 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 have to accept that there is a separate, undisclosed group that did 9/11, and yes. they're able to influence you know the alternative media, the mainstream media, maybe directly influence people's state of mind individually to keep all of this covered up and keep the deception going. And they've done this now for over 20 years, Mm -hmm. right? So that can be neutralized at a stroke with what I've just described there. Once, of course, you understand that that is true and that's what you need to understand. So that's a challenge for anyone to remove what I've just stated from the realm of theory to the the realm of knowledge and understanding. Okay. And and everyone now, everyone has the opportunity to do that, and you don't need to spend any money. All you need to do is spend time because all of that information, which leads you to those conclusions, is on the drjudywood.com website and it's on my website, right? So, you know, all of this, everything else to me is just a sideshow.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: yeah, I, I totally agree. But the thing is, as you, as you pointed out, you don't need to pay financially with fiat right. currency for this Correct. but it would seem that the populace has been socialized and programmed into i would rather part with this fiat money which i'm giving my my energy in in, in exchange for rather than using my energy and concentration of my mind to actually free <laughs> everything that goes along with that yeah
1: yeah you know, and I mean, the, the point about what I've been doing in the last, or uh, well, really since about 2007, 2008, is to provide people with a toolkit or a, a library, if you will, to establish that what I've just said there is, is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And I feel like I'm confident in saying that, going back to the reasons that I said about earlier on, in that a lot of people have looked at this information now and a lot of these people are intelligent, they are wise, they are knowledgeable, and they know, you know certain stuff that they know, they know more about it than I do. And none of them have challenged the basic statements that I've made there to any you know, meaningful degree, mm-hmm. right? That information has been available, um, most of it in Dr. Wood's book, and that was published in 2011, you know, so that's 11 years since it was published now. Uh, nearly 12 getting on for 12 so that's a substantial period of time for that information to be challenged and it, and it really hasn't the best that people can do is ridicule it and pretend that certain things are not covered in the book like for example the architects and engineers group uh, that, that many people have mentioned in relation to 911 they pretend that dr Doody wood doesn't talk about bombs in the building in the book and richard gage uh, who was the leader of that group up until about 6 months ago he, he claims that Dr. Judy Wood doesn't address the evidence in her book. That's just an outright lie. Mm. So the only way they can deal with this information is to lie about it. And, th- and th- again, we're talking about the alternative media there, not the yeah. mainstream. I know. This is not discussed anywhere in the mainstream. And in fact, if you try and start a web page about Dr. Judy Wood or her book, you'd be lucky if it lasts 24 hours. If you start try and start a Wikipedia page, I mean, I should say, if you try and start a Wikipedia page about this, or maybe even one of my books, It'll be gone. It'll be gone within 48 hours. It's real-time censorship.
2: Re- so, yes. And it's not just potentially AI that's doing this. So you've got people on the ground. I think, yeah,
1: it is, yeah, I think it's both. I think it's both. Yeah, exactly. So, so these, you know, I, I I, try and sort of emphasise this at every opportunity I get because I really want people to understand for themselves and own this, you know, and as, as I, I might have said the last time I spoke with you, You you know, people don't know who I am. You know, I could be anybody, you know. Um, So it's important to go and independently observe, and observe is a key word, what I've told you. Go back to the Internet Archive. Look at the 9-11 news coverage that's stored there. Look at the videos of the towers turning to dust, and there are quite a few of them, you know. Go and read the witness accounts from the firefighters that, for example, will show you and tell you that the air tanks that they were using to help people, you know, rescue them, uh, from the towers they were exploding on the back of the trucks you know mm. these air tanks were exploding on the back of the trucks folks do you think they planted explosives in the air tanks of the, on the back of the trucks for those <laughs> that think they blew up the towers with explosives do you really so you know things like that the detail is important the devil is in the detail as they say yes and really and this is n- nowhere more true than in the you know the destruction of the world trade center and, and then you get into, you know, I know I'm going off on one here. but no,
2: go for it, sir. Go for you know, it, because it's all part of the plan.
1: It is. You know, then you get into things like the consciousness aspect. For example, you know, then you get into the occult ritual side of things. Mm-hmm. And that's another aspect that, that um, people talk about in relation to 9-11. So, for example, when did it happen? 9-11, and 9 You know, it's, 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 these are occult numbers. How many uh, floors did the World Trade Center have? 110 or 111 if you count the top floor if you looked at the buildings on the horizon what did they look like number 11 exactly what was opposite the world trade center the millennium hotel still there still there today yes so when did the event happen it was the first year of the new millennium because mm. there was no year zero so according to you know the whoever who did this 2001 was the first year of the new millennium isn't that a coincidence folks and then you find out, for example, if you go and look at the old version of the Millennium Hotel's website, what was the shape of the Millennium Hotel based on? It was based on the monolith. The
2: monolith, 2001 yes.
1: 2001 film.
2: <laughs> you can't
1: you make it up. can't <laughs> make it up because it's true. It's true. So, you know, and, and the occult rituals and practices, oh, what are they for? They're to affect people's consciousness yes. and subconscious. And what's, going, what's been going on since then to an accelerate? It's been going on for a long time before 2001, obviously, as people would rightly pick me up on. But the process seems to have accelerated.
2: Accelerated since, highly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Since 2001, it's culminated perhaps or seems to have come to some type of culmination point, um, you know, in uh, the last, in, in 2020. What's 2020? Reduce that. It's a 22 year, isn't it? It's a 22 mm. year. You know, when was it announced the pandemic? Eleventh of March, three eleven. <laughs> Come on, folks. <laughs> and this is their signature.
2: Yeah, it's all in the numbers. It's it's all, all in the numbers. In the, a lot
1: of it's in the numbers. I agree. You know, this can be taken to an extreme, but um, certainly certain things seem seem to become obvious. So, you know, so so this is what we're dealing with, folks. We're dealing with the spiritual predators that you know that some people call them. You're being preyed upon, your conscious energy is being manipulated and used against you, and you're being oppressed and suppressed by another consciousness, right? So, you know, one of my criticisms, going back to looking at some of the Wingmakers materials and stuff, is that they don't talk about other consciousnesses that are trying to pr- predate on you, or pr- trying to prey on you you know, and, and uh, not much anyway, and I think people need to be aware that this is going on, and as mm-hmm. Leonard Horowitz said, we're in a state of bio-spiritual warfare, you know, and never was that more accelerated than with, with COVID. I mean, that, if that wasn't bio-warfare, you know, on the biggest scale ever seen, you know, ever. since ever, you know, then I don't know what, how, what else to call it. It was bio-warfare on a mass scale, you know, hundreds of millions across the world in every country
0: were were
1: attacked and abused in my estimation you know and it's still going on it's still going on still going
2: on every day yes so so it's to me i i don't i I don't understand how how these beings can can sleep comfortably at night knowing what they're doing i'm wondering even if they're, they're even consciously aware and i don't it's think just, they are no i don't it can't be because anyone with any they don't, kind of
1: they don't have a soul yeah they don't have a soul you know you can call them godless or soulless beings you know mm-hmm. and i think that they, they are pretty much running the show presently you know and i'm not you know i'm not uh, a person who talks about the bible and stuff like that but you can, see you know as as, as i'm sure other guests have talked about you can see the flipping parallels you know, with with the devil taking over the world and all of that talk, you know, yeah. you can certainly see the parallels, you know. Yeah. And I remember Bill Hicks doing that talk yeah. where he says, you know, um, all the people that are talking peace and light and love, you know, in on a like Gandhi, whoever or John Lennon, you know, what happens to them? They get killed, and then the demons run amok. Yes. And and, and that was the, that was the phrase that Bill Hicks used back in his one of his talks, and the demons running amok. That's been happening since nine eleven, you know. Did they open a portal? Did, did those events using that advanced technology open up some type of dimensional portal, you know, which, which a lot more of these beings through to, to make the world even more, yeah. you know, Appressive. godless and soulless and so yes. oppressive and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's just, a, it's just, it's just a supposition, but Hey, you know, it really made me think when when I started thinking about and exploring some of those areas, you know, and thought, wow, you know, maybe, maybe maybe this devil thing and whatnot, maybe it's not so silly after all, you know, I used to think it was a bit silly but... <laughs> yeah
2: you know. Angie, you're touching on so many things here I mean, I think many people especially over the last even five years I would even go to that small number have re-examined their yeah. view on the manuscript, the Bible and said, wait yeah. a minute I, I, I need to rethink this because I can see it I've got the eyes yeah. to see, and I've got the yeah. ears to hear. That's like, it. <laughs> come on, like, <laughs> whether you go the step further and, and really embrace it and go further with it, then that's another thing, and that's your, your own personal choice and your own personal right. journey. Exactly. But you'd be an idiot not to say, wait a minute, this was written how long
1: ago? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you can, look at, you can look at the sort of various predictions, and certainly while some of them have failed and some of them are clearly not true, Mm-hmm. And you can interpret some of them in multifarious ways. Um, there are certain ones which, you know, really you think mm, that seems to be pretty close to uh, to what's actually been going on, you know. And uh, you you get you get to get some pretty accurate predictions. And the, the other thing which I rewatched recently, while we're on this sort of theme, and I'm sure many of your listeners have watched this. Uh, more than once it's the um john carpenter film called they live oh gosh right
2: classic
1: yes indeed and that again uh, illustrates plainly i think you know what's happening with people right now and of course what's the theme in that film that a race of aliens are invisible yes and they've taken over planet earth without anybody really realizing it and we've got a mixture of humans and aliens you can't tell them apart with your normal level of consciousness but of course once you get the glasses on yeah, you can see it as plain as day, you know, and, and, and there's a really interesting bit of dialogue in that, which I think most people have overlooked, and I only really noticed this myself in the last sort of couple of years, because I've actually got a talk on the, on the internet, and people can go on, um, and have a listen to it if they wish. It's called Infinite Energy, but not for the masses. And it kind of expands on some of the energy themes that I touched on in relation to 9-11 and whatnot, and some other areas which are related. And that's on the Global BEM, uh, Global Breakthrough Energy Movement channel. Um, and it was done in 2012. And that talk, I think it's had like, I don't know, 200,000 views or something on their channel, something like that. And I cover a lot of stuff in there, which I think is relevant to this. And, and why I mention that is I end the talk with this They Live clip. And in that, there's there's this scene near the end of the film where the heroes have broken into the underground base or not broken into, but they've been transported there by one of the aliens' teleportation
0: yes. devices.
1: And they're walking around and there's this dinner going on with the, the, the power elite <laughs> are being given the information by the aliens, right? So this guy studying in front of a lectern and he's saying, oh, you know, we couldn't have done this without you. And uh, each of you that have participated and given us support have seen your annual profits increase by an average of 39%. And then what we can tell you is that we really uh, we're really grateful that you've helped us with this project of multi-dimensional expansion, mm-hmm. and this work should be complete by 2025. And this film was in 1988, folks. Yes. So that date struck me as as quite interesting, um, and and this idea of multi-dimensional expansion, and it, even in some of the opening. Um, uh, words of the film, I think, within about the first five minutes of dialogue, they're talking about human, human consciousness being manipulated by this beaming technology. Yes. Throws, and they're jamming it. And yes. They're putting through on the TV screen. They're mm. talking about human consciousness, yep. which again is what I've just been talking about. So, you know, understand this, folks, that yes, your consciousness, you know, you're in control of it and stuff, but be aware that there's a very strong likelihood and possibility that not only can your consciousness be be influenced and controlled by TV, by newspapers, by social media, there is also more subtle technology, which may involve some type of beaming um, that could, I think, also is involved. Now, this might involve some form of uh, microwave, some type of phase conjugated microwave beam or something, Or it could be being done. Some people argue, of course, it's been done through the mobile phone network. I think that's very, very difficult to prove. But, you know, who knows what the effect of these 5G signals, you know, there's this very sort of uh, uh, high frequency pulsing, which is what apparently damages the cells. You've got this pulsing going on at like uh, 40 and 26 billion times a second. That's 40 and 26 gigahertz. Very, very, very high frequency pulsing. You know, what does that do to a cell? What does that do to your brain? What does that do to your consciousness? You know, I I think these questions are worth at least thinking about, even if we can't necessarily answer them in the way that we would like to. And I think some of the answers are not able to be answered scientifically without a lot of advanced instrumentation. Mm -hmm. And therefore we have a kind of gap into which people are putting all these various assumptions and statements, which some of which may be true and some of which probably aren't. So, you know, that that in of itself is, is a way of, you know, changing your consciousness, you know, that you've got this uncertainty in all of this, which can lead you down in a state of fear and stuff. But I think in, sometimes you've just got to be happy with uncertainty, you know?
2: Yeah. Totally, you know, live in the moments as I've been saying recently. Live in the moments and plan for the future. That's the only thing that we've got control of. That's the only thing we can control is ourself, our immediate family, and 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 sometimes even that's difficult enough. Never mind trying to control the 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 wider populace. If we can all think as individual cells and work as individual cells as a as a mass, doing all the right thing collectively that's where the effective change takes
1: place yeah yeah exactly so you know i think i think um it, it's important that people realize the different ways in which they can be manipulated and might be being manipulated and uh, this to me goes across various areas which some people don't think about both in terms of you know obviously the mainstream the shame stream and all of that but also being remotely influenced you know, and you look at some of the work that they were doing, for example, in the 1970s with this um, Operation Stargate or the yes. Psychic Spies Programme, mm. and that, that information, you know, that was became public in the 1980s. know, I remember first hearing about this um, you know, SRI programme with uh, Russell Targ and, you know, Joe McMonagall and uh, all those guys, Paul uh, Smith and um, Pat Price and all those guys. That, that all came out in the early 80s. Uh, and has been doing the rounds ever since and still is doing the rounds but the, what what is less um i think talked about is what they apparently went on to after remote viewing is remote influence how, how can you influence people remotely you know and and if if you're wondering why people like boris johnson have been acting so strangely particularly in the last two years in fact all of the um of the, the, the you know, leaders of nearly all the, the countries have been acting very, very strangely. Could it be to do with some type of remote influence technology or did they have some other more conventional type of brainwashing when they went through this uh, global leaders program in the world <laughs> economic forum, you know, were they, were they all in a room and then somebody flicked a switch or did something put, somebody put something in the coffee or the water or something, who knows, but it could
2: be a combination of all. I mean, you've I also got you know, right. the um, the uh, director skull technology, which yes. ties in with yes. the, the, the gang-stalking phenomenon, which is yes. a lot more prevalent in America than it is over here. Right. And I would say that there, I would imagine that there's a lot more of that stuff taking place here, but it's not being highlighted.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's worth exploring some of these areas and seeing what you can make of, of all of this, you know, and there's bu- books by people like Walter bowart who's no longer with us. He talked about mind control. Um, and there's some couple of books by Neil Sanders, although I can't recommend his later work, but the, the, the books by Neil Sanders on mind control. A uh, pretty pretty good introduction.
2: One and two um, days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. And and uh, there's uh, you know Kathy O'Brien, uh, transformation Bad. of uh, America book. I think you can get that as a free PDF. You know, there's quite a lot of material out there. Um, and, and then you know the other stories like um, uh, I think Fiona Baker, the Australian woman who who tells the story of meeting Nicole Kidman's dad. You know, oh. years and years ago. Uh, that's that to me is a credible story. Very. Um, you know. And, and, and if you look, for example, at this, what I found shocking was this bioethics committee, which was set up by the Obama administration in 2011. And they had a number of hearings, actually, and very few people seem to know about this. And I was shocked because they had a couple of hearings and they're on YouTube, I think. If you search for bioethics committee 2011 on YouTube, I think it's still there. People are just coming to these public hearings, coming up to the mic and talking about how, they were, how they've how they been targeted. You know, and they've had their lives ruined. Wow! Like, but with voices in their head, you know, and uh, uh, cold sweats at night, and not 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 being able to sleep for months and months because they've had their <laughs> dreams interfered with, all kinds of stuff like that, you know. And uh,
2: now you're saying it. Yeah, I think I may have seen that yeah. one of those, and it was right. it was like, as you say, it was like a, a round of people just constantly just flowing yeah. up, just yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that exactly. So you know, and that's that was a, a government. Um, public consultation, apparently, you know, and that's what kind of shocked me. It's not some coast-to-coast, uh, you yeah. know, alternative media broadcast. This is like government people openly in public writing this stuff down on a notepad while these people are, you know, recording them on a video camera while they're actually uh, describing their accounts, you know, and it's, uh, it's pretty shocking stuff, you know, it to is. think this, this could be going on in a supposedly free and democratic society. Well, um, it,
2: it throws into question, you know, we, you've, you've got all of these um, safe units and mental health yeah. places. Like, uh, uh, really, uh, I know that a lot of the people, not a lot, some of the people in there are not mentally ill and should not yeah. be there. They've been Correct. misdiagnosed. But then you've got people who potentially are hearing voices, but it's not because they've got an imbalance, quote-unquote, as the medical profession says, with the chemicals in their brain. Uh, it's that they're being targeted by whoever... Um, this yeah. kind of you, you know it's it's terrible.
1: That's it. You know, I mean, the only way that the mainstream or the shame stream has to explain some of what you just said is chemical imbalance. They can't they can't talk about paranormal phenomena, remote influence, psychic phenomena, psychotronics. Um, you know, uh, microwave beaming technology. They can't they can't talk about any of that because that is all conspiracy theory according to them, or or, or just doesn't it it's never been proven to exist and that of course we know is just false.
2: Totally false. I mean the most all touches the frequencies that that that, that that's, they used to admit in um emit oh. sorry in the sort of shopping areas to get rid of young children and stuff, teenagers.
1: I haven't heard of that particular one, but I've heard of similar ones, yeah. You know, and then there, there was talk about how, for example, uh when we had the Greenham Common uh, missile uh, nuclear missile protest, the women at Green and Common Um, in the 1980s, they apparently were subjected to some sort of microwaving technology or something as an experiment to see if their behaviour could be influenced. Hmm. Uh, I think that was made public, I think, about, uh, I don't know, 20 20 years ago or something. I remember reading something about that. And I think that was even covered, I think, in some obscure ITV programme related to that, I I understand. So, you know, this stuff is out there, and uh, people should be aware that that it's real. And, yes. uh, you know, there are more things, uh, you know, in, in heaven and earth and, uh, you know, they realize sort of thing, you know, and, and, and just because they don't have never heard of them doesn't mean to say they're not real, you know.
2: Totally. Just just be a bit more open to the the, the conversation or, or even just be open to it to explore an alternative view that that's all that's all i ask of anybody i'm not asking anybody to you know to embrace any particular ideology or anything just explore and ask the question why who where does this make sense
1: (laughs) exactly and i i recently uh just very recently been reading an interesting uh, pdf which sort of that's in one sense what you've just described is kind of a starting point of that book, and it's called The Spiritual Sat by Noel Hogan. I think it is just spiritualsatnav.com that you can download this free PDF from. And that's kind of like a, a sort of a starts off as a beginner's guide to, to to, the sort of thing you were just saying. And what I liked about the the introduction to that book is that Neil explained uh, sorry, Noel explains, um, Noel Hogan explains how he used to be in the RAF and he was involved in the uh, Gulf War. In 1991, in Saudi Arabia, yeah, and he 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 basically says that now he realizes that he played a part in you know killing a number of people uh, because he was loading some of the missiles onto some of the planes, and I think it was only after he came back that he kind of had a crisis of conscience and realized that this was what he what he'd done, you know, and he came out of the RAF, and uh, then. I think he went into his own business and stuff and he had a, he had a, a, you know, what you might call a spiritual or conscious awakening. Yes. And, um, through
2: that experience.
1: Yeah. Through that experience. And then he, you know, I think his, his journey started in 2011. And we've mentioned that year earlier on, of course, and he started exploring other stuff and exploring some of the stuff that you and I've just mentioned in the last few minutes, you know, and, um, he sort of goes through how, again, how people are, you know, unwilling to, except that they've been manipulated and the users filled them, filled their minds full of you know stuff uh, and, and a false set of values have been put inside them in something, a false or a set of thoughts which are really not their own. you know he, he points that out. and um, that's of course Neil Sanders book, of so that, that your thoughts are not your own. That's the title of his book. And this is the theme in Noel Hogan's book actually, but from a different angle, you know that uh, you, you've been fooled into, thinking various things and reacting to certain situations in certain ways, you know, so, totally. so socially yeah. programmed. Yeah. You know, and I think that's quite a good one. If people are new to some of this material, it's fairly down to earth and fairly uh, directly written and a, a real human story, which is very clear yes. uh, and a very clear kind of um, confrontation of that by the author, which I think anybody would see, you know, what set him on his journey and 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 going back to what you were saying, I think the key concept is curiosity. Mm. If you become curious about something, you know why has Boris Johnson just resigned? What's behind this? You know, go deeper. You know, what this guy's talked about this World Economic Forum. What what's that? <laughs> I need to go and look at that. You know, if you've never heard of it. Or mm. what about this numerology thing? What and nine eleven? What's what's that about? It sounds like a load of nonsense, but maybe I should go and check it out. You know, so so. We're encouraged not to be curious, you know, really. I think that happens. I've talked about this in terms of education. You know, by the time that I think children get to the age of about 14, they've lost most of any of their curiosity, which they may have had yes. before that, you know. Young children.
2: Unfortunately, uh, Andrew, I would say even earlier than that now. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. I'm just sort of using that as a kind of upper <laughs> limit. You know. But typically, when children go to secondary school, the, the, any curiosity they have is, is generally not encouraged that much because they've just got to follow a curriculum and yeah. get the results and keep the school's um, reputation by doing well in their sets and their exams and GCSEs yes. and so forth. The emphasis on that is on that rather than building a rounded individual that understands the world and has a spiritual perspective, yeah. understands how it, how their words uh, can affect others uh, and how, you know, their thoughts and actions are inter- interlinked and, um, How, for example, what should be taught now and is never taught is sticks and stones may break my bones, but calling names won't hurt me. That concept is now out of fashion. And um, Mm. they're taught that opening your mouth could result in somebody's death. So don't ever open your mouth. Ever. Yeah. Or or something like that. I'm obviously exaggerating to make a point. But that's what they're taught now.
2: Yeah. Face the consequences. You lose your job. You lose your your opportunities. Yeah, They're not
1: taught. They're not taught to be strong, to have their own value system, to Indeed. have their own self-esteem mm-hmm. to the point where whatever that anybody says to them has no effect. You know That is what they should be being taught, that they are all good people for different reasons and whatever anyone says about them doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what they say and it doesn't matter what their race, gender or sexuality is. That's irrelevant as long as they are respectful Indeed. and kind, Yes, passionate to other people. Mm-hmm. The rest is pretty much irrelevant, really.
2: It, it, it's it's white noise. It's that with yes. me, you know, in the olden days, yes. when after ten o'clock on the TV used to go black and white with the fuzz. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, a good a good a good <laughs> analogy. You know, <laughs> you know. So you know, they should be taught mindfulness. I think every day, you know, yeah. that, that you that you're compassionate to others, you listen to others, you try and see their situation, you try and empathise and move forward with that. And then, you know, you need to also have discipline and respect yes. and, uh, you know, those are the values which should be installed. Not this idea that, you know, um, they should be thinking about having a gender change before they are 12 years old. Yeah, and, given,
2: and given hormone blockers, and in yeah. some cases allowing parts of their anatomy to be amputated.
1: Yes, this is a you know, and the, anyone who, who interferes with that process is put in prison. You know, which is what what apparently they've tried to do in Canada i, I think the, that bill got passed but it was certainly on the table a, a year or so ago it so certainly was what it's... is that about you know is that is that a way of kind of stopping the reproductive effectiveness of the human race and I, getting rid of people you know I, what I mean
2: i think it's that and i also think they're trying to create this this sort of androgynous sort of being
1: yeah. a grey robot a grey yes robot that has no soul has no individuality, uh, has no independent thought, as it says in the Where They Live film. You know, um, that's what they're trying to create. The Borg, the Borg, indeed. That's again one of those things that comes up in science fiction. You think, hang on a minute, that's this collective the, the, the resistance is relevant, resistance is futile, know, <laughs> futile, you know. Mm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> very synchronistic. I mean that people view all these stuff, Stranger Things, and all the, the plethora of all the, the the other movies that are around and series, and it's just entertainment. This is I just you know am yeah. just escaping reality. But there there's nothing new under the sun, quote unquote. Yeah. It's a yeah. retelling of many different stories in so many different ways, and different titles, places, and veneers are put over the top, but ultimately we're with, with talking about the same thing all of the time.
1: Yes, I agree. You know, and um, we, we see it in many different forms. And, um, you know, it's been this sort of manipulation has been going on for, as I've said, thousands of years. But again, it seems to have become more technology oriented and more pervasive now. Yeah. Um. Partly because, of course, we live and we're doing it right now. We're living using technology 24-7 really now, whereas we go back to the 1970s and 80s, that was much less true than it is now. You know? <laughs> Four
2: so, channels, sir. Uh, four channels.
1: Four mm-hmm. channels, yeah. Not even 24-7 uh, coverage you know, the programming of programming on those channels, but, you know, there you are.
2: A simple time, a simple time.
1: Yes, yes.
2: And you thoroughly have enjoyed our conversation as usual. Um, me too. I will make sure I put the links below down in the, in the description, please. I thoroughly, um, or I utterly encourage everybody to, uh, to click the links, download the, the books. If you want the physical, obviously, you know, get in touch and place those sure. orders, um, study to show thyself approved. It's about <laughs> you. You have a personal journey. If you've got family, if you've got children as well, it's even, even more important that you start to not just, oh, things aren't as, as how they used to be, love mm, and leaving it at that. No, let's just dig a bit deeper. Why are things so drastically different? Why does everyone have, you know, a, a similar type of uniform versus having that create that creativity and freedom to be an individual? You know, why is there less choice on the high street? Why is the high street shrinking? How is it that you can go from one city to another city and everything looks exactly the same? That's right. Like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell another friend to jump on the train. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content,